seat. But right now I am joined by Sean Cinnamon and Fiona, the team behind uh, Champions for Change, uh, the event happening tomorrow in the Octagon Annual Final Event aimed at ending violence by encouraging people to lead by example. Together we can make a difference. Good morning to you all. Good morning. Good morning. How are we today? Good. Happy. Good. 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 Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, that's good. Rightio. Um, so, of course, uh, tomorrow, uh, it's in conjunction with White Ribbon Day, which is a worldwide event, um, as you were saying earlier off at Earshaw, that began in Canada in the, um, in the 90s, uh, which was uh, taken a hold of by the UN and spread around the world. Um, now, in New Zealand, our statistics are truly horrifying. Um, 2016 police investigated around 119,000 incidences uh, and they say also in the stats that 76% of all uh, all family violence incidences are not reported to the police. Um, Increase in reporting of 8,000 in 2016. Annual fiscal cost of somewhere between four and seven billion dollars, if depending how you count it, what what expenses you count it is. So the statistics are are just terribly horrifying. But I mean, how how did we get to this point? What is it um, within our our history and our culture that has led to this prevalent and normalisation of domestic violence? It's a big question. It's it? it <laughs> it a, a big huge question. question. It's a massive question. But it's it's well. It's can a I hypothesise? I don't know yes. the answer actually, but I can hypothesise. Yes, yeah, of course. So uh, I would say that part of that would be we're dealing with colonisation. We're dealing mm-hmm. with attitudes around. Um, Sort of patriarchy mm-hmm. that, that still exists, and and those sort of attitudes support the idea of bashing women really and viewing them as chattels. But I think that there's other things that are going on. We're under pressure as a society. Things have changed. So I don't think you can attribute one thing to no. how come this is happening. Yeah. yeah. So all, all manner of things. Pressures. Um, it could be it money pressures. Yeah. Be it societal pressures. Yeah, be it privilege. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, family violence cuts across all different demographics. It's not just one. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, so, this year, well, there's the theme we always have champions for change. What's the idea behind that theme? Uh, who, who are these champions? Are we all well, the champions? All, yeah, all, all, I think all of us can be. And the idea really is to start to um, educate some local champions, ordinary people, mums, uncles, whoever mm-hmm. to be able to uh, direct people to the right services so it's not the champions aren't about fixing people they're just about being a signpost really and it's like informing the community of where we can go mm-hmm. to get support yeah and being champions for our children too right yeah absolutely and being role models and uh having the, you know and talking to them about respect of course uh, of, of, of woman or, or, or yeah. whoever um personal space people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Being respectful people. That's that's the key. Um, now, when we think domestic violence, we think of just bashing and uh, sexual assault. But it's not just that, is it, Sean? Uh, it comes in many forms, and psychological and emotional um, abuse is just as prevalent and just as bad. Emotional abuse, verbal abuse. If you ask a 
We have we have a, a horrifying statistic of one in three women reporting physical or sexual assault during their lifetime in an intimate partner partner situation, and that rises to something like sixty percent if you include emotional and verbal abuse. Uh -huh. It's 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 too much the norm. I mean, there's room. I say, in the middle of all those terrible figures, there's room for optimism. We're much less tolerant as a society. We 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 have we're seeing an increase in reporting. Uh -huh. Our laws are changing to make it easier for people to report. We have a law against bashing children now, and bashing children, of course, has a lot to do with creating adults who bash. Yeah. You know? So we are we are there is room for optimism. We're doing we're doing something about it as, as a society. Um, for for you, Shul, something that's come out in the headlines um, this week, of course, has been the Tony Veach saga. That that's back in the headlines, um, and it seemed like I mean, what what does that say to New Zealanders, uh, where you can have somebody uh, that committed this horrendous crime against his partner, um, didn't really make an effort to really apologise, no. made it all a woe is me story. Um, and then he's been back on the radio like three years later, and now they're thinking about putting him back on TV. I know they've pulled him now because of the public campaign behind, like you know, public came out quite strongly. Um, but what kind of signals do, do do those kinds of things send, especially on this week? You know, announcing that this week. Well, it does. It doesn't send a good signal. However, there's a huge reaction against it, which mm. sends a much better signal. We have in the in the the uh, stopping violence program that Cinnamon runs, which I work in. Uh, almost half of the people that walk in the door are now self-referred, and that's been a gradual change. People coming forward, and it's in response to stories like that. Men do look at that; they think, "Oh no, that's not good." We, you know, so there's a, the reaction to it uh, is a more optimistic picture. Cinnamon, mm -hmm. uh, so um, a lot of ambassadors uh, for I know for White, uh, White Ribbon uh, and uh, for you as well have been champions of for change themselves as they have changed themselves. They have been abusers hmm. and they have now uh, come out the other side. Yep. They have uh, seeked forgiveness and seek to change themselves and they have done that uh, and now they're trying to be role models for the next generation and those people around them. How, how important is um, to is it f to forgive and heal and rehabilitate these people and how important is that for the cause? I think it's really important to, to work on it. I don't know that um, victims need to forgive anybody. I think that that's a journey that they've got to go on. As a community, we can uh, be responsive. And I think that you know, throwing stones in glass houses is a bit silly, really, isn't it? And mm -hmm. I think that we've all got to recognise and look at what is our own use of violence. How are we? And if you look at the broad spectrum that Sean's talking about, we would all sit in that in, mm -hmm. in that continuum somewhere, because mm -hmm. we've all got stuff that we do that needs. You know, we're all a work in progress, I guess. Yeah, well, we're just we're yeah. all human. I mean, there's yeah. no, there's no excuse. No, but, but um, we're imperfect. Well, yeah, that's right. We are imperfect, and I guess if we can forgive ourselves for that and start to move on, it's a really good start. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Now, um, the event is on tomorrow in the Octagon um, from 4 to 8 o'clock. What's going on, Fiona? What are, what are some of the things that are happening? Who's, who's speaking? We have heaps going on. Um, we've got David Clark coming in um, as a speaker. Mm -hmm. um, from 4, we're going to have um, our opening ceremony. Um, and we've got bands going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting notes here. Um, <laughs> so the bands are going on. Um, 
but all through the octagon we've got like, we have the whole octagon to utilize so we've got heaps going on for kids yeah um we have a barbecue with free food mm-hmm. um Cindy is actually going to be having a wee tea house i'm um, nice. using her old bedford you know so come chill um bring your kids bring your family listen to the good chat yeah yeah and is it about sharing stories as well and sharing people, people's experiences and healing together these kinds of things um I, i'm not sure i think possibly but talking about these things in public you'd have to really be aware of where you're at and i think if people wanted to share their stories um there may be a way to do it maybe just with each other and yeah, the audience. yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely with each other and the aim is to be uh, to talk about the transformation early and talk about what you know how to be a positive family, positive role model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of course, when it starts in the home, it goes out to the community. If yes. everybody gets involved with this and, and begins um, within their their whanau, it spread it spreads out to everybody else, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. And, and keeping that sort of momentum going, really, in, in whatever way we can, and and to to sort of, you know, we need to think about um, perpetrators also as um, as human beings mm-hmm. anyway, and mm-hmm. so sort of changing the paradigm to, you know, they're all bad and we're all good. Doing some of that stuff, I think, is important when we're dealing with violence because it's easy to really marginalise people that have already been marginalised. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the resources out there um, that people can be aware of um, if this is happening to them now or if they're seeking help for themselves uh, in terms of the perpetrator, maybe they want to change their lives. Uh, What are some of the resources out there for, for everybody within this cycle? Well, there's, you know, the, the um, people that are funding the event today, the Dunedin Collaboration Against Family Violence, actually is a number of um, community organisations and state agencies. So there's a number that any person could walk into and then they will be directed to the right service. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the members of that agency are quite well known. So we've, we, you know, we've got Anglican Family Care, Age Concern, Presbyterian Support, Police, Stopping Violence Dunedin, A3K, Araituru, Farihaura, I'll bore you if I keep going on. Like, there's lots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and and people can, can access those. And then there's the police, the mm. refuge, of course, yeah, to Faripau yeah. Namu. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great there's all those resources, but it's also sad that they have to be there in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Mm, yeah, mm. Uh, I, I guess it's good that we're talking about it and we're aware of it, and that you know, like Sean said, that we're seeing a much higher prevalence of people self-referring and saying, yeah. "Oh, we need to do something about this." And actually, what we see in the in the programs is people that may have been mandated from courts are told to go, that um, choose to stay. Yeah, yeah. Is the justice system <coughs> working? <laughs> another really why are you asking me that that's a terrible thing to say um uh, <laughs> you use a, a quiet little voice to answer the last question <laughs> actually i think that um what i can say is that the ministry of justice which is a family court system mm-hmm. has um been really innovative in their responses uh as far as stopping violence is concerned so they've done really creative things which is move away from a manualized program to allow the experts which are the clinicians on the ground to assess and work with the people and create individual treatment plans. So actually I think that the government 
on whole is really waking up and being supportive. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, more funding could go on the ground to the coalface workers. There's, yeah. there's no question around that. Yeah. Um, but that, that's the system we, we live in. Cor- corrections have their own <coughs> system. They tend to do things their own way. Yeah. So they're kind of out there. We could use a little more collaboration there. But the, so they have got a program. It's yeah. just a different program from everybody else's program. Mm. Everybody that goes through their system has to do that one. So there's, there's anomalies. There's, there's, there's pieces yeah, that, I mean, not, there's not quite in the puzzle. But in general, the picture is, is one of collaboration across mm. the board between mm. agencies. Yeah. yeah well, that's what I mean. Because, you know, just locking people up isn't going to solve anything. Oh, <laughs> it's quite violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. You know, uh, and that's always been an issue with our justice system and our correction mm. system is um, they think just locking people up and putting them out of society is going change something but they eventually get out mm. uh, a- a- and if you don't stop it there then it, it, nothing's going to stop at all um, it's yeah. true I just uh, to add to that I mean the police have a family violence team that does um, a, a pretty neat job of yeah. doing the early intervention as well mm-hmm. so th- there's definitely shifts from just arresting a person to so, yeah. so, so the whole system is really being considered and thoughtful about what how to deal with this issue all right, brilliant. So, um, once again, Champions for Change tomorrow, uh, 4 p.m. at 2 to 8 p.m. in the Octagon, uh, the uh, event to end violence by encouraging people to lead by example. And if you're listening here right now, and um, you know, you are the champion for change, we all are. So, thank you all for coming in this thank morning. You. It's been a pleasure. Uh, it is.